guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beauty Friday podcast. It has been a long, hot minute since we've done a podcast. Uh, so, as we mentioned the last one, Soph had bird flu or some <laughs> swine flu. Swine flu, put in mouth disease, a whole bunch I can't even think of. So, firstly, welcome back to the podcast, Soph. Hi, guys, I missed you all so much, and I just want to apologize for any coughing that occurs we've done multiple tests where i run to the door and cough and it just doesn't work so you're getting into some training today i, I am <laughs> i am so i'm sorry if i cough i'll try and keep it to a minimum yeah cool i'll just choke in the corner and <laughs> die and there will be no more all right so guys so don in the house soap in the house and my beautiful fiance Do you sound different because you've got new lips? I know, I feel like it's, <laughs> I feel a little different. We've got new piercings, new lips, Don shaves his head, so he's got long hair, it's all happening. I changed my Instagram handle as well, because oh, yeah. I thought to myself, like, I mean, look, King Don, I had my moment, so I'm just Don Robertson on Instagram, and I say, if you want to follow me, we have soaps, hundreds of thousands of followers, if you want to <laughs> Two ends. If you want to jump on Instagram and give the Don a follow, uh, here for it. Guys, so... Uh, this podcast, I think is going to be a really good one. It's going to be really deep. Um, we, if you're tuning in for the first time today, thank you so much and welcome to this journey. We started this podcast merely as three best friends, just, I was going to say shooting shit, but just chatting, chatting with each other and sharing like our thoughts and inspirations with each other in the hopes that, you know, it can affect our lives positively. So then we formulated and put it into a podcast to share with you. So the topic for the podcast today is expectations and navigating your way through expectations and the reason we derive at this point is because we've all been through certain things in our lives and then we we started realizing it had some profound negative effect on us and we, we were always trying to be something we're not to some extent and then we started expressing this to each other and then we try to figure out like where did it come from and i think the topic that we all chose was expectations so Expectations, so where do we start? Can we also just say the, the other reason we came to this topic is because uh, this time next week I'll actually say, be 30. I was going to say, yeah, maybe someone's birthday <laughs> might have brought the topic on. I'm, I wasn't sure if I share that on the air because that's like, that's deep. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm turning 30 on Tuesday next is week. Is that just hard? <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake anyway. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, and the expectations, societal expectations, um, you know, pe- a lot of people are like, when are you getting married? Do you want kids? I'm like, wow, I'm getting all these questions since I've shared my age on my Instagram. And I feel like that's a, a societal pressure. But the thing is, it actually starts putting you in a certain state of depression because like, you know, people are reflecting their opinions on you and reflecting these questions on you and you start believing it. Mm. You start actually thinking to yourself like, wow, I'm not married yet. Wow, I don't have kids. I was having the soup to tell last night actually. I was like, it was a joke, no joke. I was here to tell, I was like, babe, we don't have kids yet. Like, I'm going to be an old dad. Like, mm-hmm. My mom's John was complaining for like half an hour, he's going to be the oldest dad in the rugby field with the kids and you won't even be able to bend over to pick the kids up. Or da, da, da. I'm like, oh my Lord, like, you're, just, you're 30, it's cool, like, calm down. Yeah, we but, have a lot to do but, still. But guys, like, our parents were having kids at like 20, 21, 16. You know, a lot of my friends in South Africa have kids already, a lot of... My friends, my African friends in Australia have kids already because that's just what happens. So I'm like, so if I'm already 30, don't have kids yet, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, like, is time running out? 
Oh my god, you don't even you're not even a woman. You can't worry about that, please. <laughs> but I think it's interesting that you say, you know, you come from South Africa and I think uh, our environments play such a huge role in the expectations that we put on ourselves slash that our family, friends, relationships, etc., put on us. So we were really trying to come up with like where do expectations come from because it's it's actually a really hard one to to figure out. You do have to be quite aware of yourself to understand the expectations you might be putting on yourself with subconsciously. Hundred percent. Like I think it it came for us. It came down to your environments, the things you want from your life. But then I look at like um, I remember in my teenage years, growing up, you know, sorry, in my twenties um, in Australia, and my dad was always trying to push me to go to TAFE and get a trade. And I was thinking to myself, like, there was, a, there was a time where I actually started applying to become an electrician or a plumber or something. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, me, me, be a plumber. Come on. Um, You're pretty handy. Oh, my God. The other day. So, Don first, he, like, accidentally drove over a cone in the road. And so then he had to, like, get out the car. But to get out the car, he took his Yeezys off, put them on the seat, put a towel down on the floor so he could put his knee onto the floor, pulled out the cone, and then asked me for some hand moisturizer. Like, this wow. is, yeah, I'm glad you didn't take up the trade. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, I definitely, <laughs> in that situation, I definitely said no. But I think that's probably the message that we, we want to engage in and the conversation we want to engage in is understanding who you are as a person. Um, because I feel like you can then navigate and make better decisions. Like, at that period, you know, between 21 to 25, in that period I had started Stacks, um, I was trying to figure out my life and like if we had to just reflect on the job. I was considering going to TAFE and just the thought of it made me so happy. Because that's the expectation and that's what you thought society wanted you to do and as a young guy that's generally what you do. But you don't have to you don't have to follow everyone's expectations and you've got you've got to really set your own expectations on yourself that align with your goals. And I think that's what we were discussing previously as well, is saying that you can be in so many different environments that kind of you take up the expectations of other people, whether that be at work, your family, your friendship groups, anything like that. What they're doing tends to be what you see as the norm because you're in that space. If you are in the fitness industry, you think having ripped abs all the time is the norm. If you are in... If you're surrounded by really successful people with a lot of money, you think flying first class is the norm all the time. And the expectations that you put on yourself because of your surroundings, and that can sometimes be motivating, but I also think it can be really unhealthy as well. I think it can be extreme and healthy if you don't know who you are and what you want. I think, I think for me, you have to understand what your principles and philosophies in life are, what your values in life are, and be extremely clear on that so you don't get lost in certain, sorry, in certain cultures. Um, here's an interesting one for me. Like, I am very pro health and fitness. I am very pro looking after yourself and taking good care of your health and physical health. But I think people get lost in that space, um, or the, the mental health aspect of that thing is lost. So one thing that I'm really interested in and questioning a lot now is the diet culture that's so prominent in our industry. You know, everyone is counting macros, everyone is is dieting and trying to achieve these certain physiques because we realize that via Instagram, if you want to become an influencer, if you want to 
have certain things in your life. You want to have this party lifestyle and become rich and have a good life. You know, you have to have rip dabs and you have to have a certain thing about it. You have to look a certain way. So people participating in like ways to like change their physiques mm. because they feel like they're expected to do that to fit in. And I just feel like people are starting to engage in things that's not health, um, good for their mental health. Well, it's like yeah. what you were, your status or your post the other day. Status? Are we status. on Twitter? <laughs> Did I tweet that? Facebook 2019. <laughs> yeah, I think I was kind of saying um, there's so much like hashtag goals, couple goals, physique goals, body goals, whatever. But then I was kind of putting the question back on on my followers being like, what about lifestyle goals? Like you guys saw how I was living to attain that physique I had when I was dieting. Was I going out and having brunch with people or having drinks or going out for dinners or anything or really living much of a life? Like, yeah, it was my choice and it was great and it had a purpose and a goal and I'll be dieting again at some point in my life. But I don't want to perpetuate that kind of expectation that because I did those things and achieved that physique, I was happier. I'm actually happier now living a lot more flexibly and freely than when I was being, you know, quite restrictive for that goal that I had. Yeah, but I think, like, for your for yourself at that time and that period, like, there was this expectation on yourself that for you as a fitness model or for you as someone that's um, a, tr- a coach or a trainer in the industry, especially through Instagram, you had to look a certain way and you, you had this expectation over you. But then, so now we fast-forwarded a couple of months and, or six months, whatever, and, like, you are a bit fuller, um, in my personal opinion, until I've discussed this, we think you're sexy, still sexy. <laughs> um, and you've sort of realized that, wow, you are happier, nothing has changed. Everyone loves you the same. Pro- people probably love you more because you're more, more relatable. You're more relatable. We can all go out for dinners and have better time. So that expectation wasn't real. Mm. It, didn't, it didn't really exist. Yeah, and I think expectations change throughout your life like just kind of jumping back to how you said you were going to go to a trade like at my school it was like private school everyone there would finish year 12 and then everyone would go to the careers counselor and figure out which university course or what gap year I'm going to do it was either a gap year in the UK or it was straight to uni and then you do uni degree you finish that you've got your hex debt and you start working and I just remember feeling so like out of alignment with that and being like, I don't actually, like I'm 17. I don't know what I'm passionate about. And like you're so easily influenced by people who are like authoritative figures, like your teachers, your parents, they're kind of like they don't know either. And it it is a hard time to kind of coach your child through that stage of your life because it is a very, like you are very easily influenced So then you go through that and you put into all these new environments, like maybe you move out of home, there's like the partying scene. But I think this bringing it back to the the dieting and stuff was just a a transitionary period for me where originally when I did start dieting, it was because I kind of hated myself and I thought that was going to make me happy. So I think we create expectations for happiness. So we think we see people's Instagrams and we're like, oh, she looks so happy because she's lean and because she's wearing that jumper and all these clothes and stuff, maybe that's what I have to do. And that's why I'm so big on sharing like the hard times. I put up that video of me having a meltdown in the car and have had way more people reaching out to me and chatting to me and feeling 
open to being able to speak to me because I've now all of a sudden humanized myself because I go through struggles too. And yeah, I think that that's really one negative of the land of social media because it is a highlight reel and we can say it till we're blue in the face. But if you're having a shit day, you open up your Instagram and you see someone living their best and you're like, oh my God, I'm like, my life sucks comparatively. These are expectations that you've created based on that environment. Yeah, but I want to say to you, like, you know, you, that's that heart, that glass half full, half empty situation because you can have that person that could switch their Instagram on and be envious of the person that's having a great day or you can be inspired. And I think, like, I know that for two of myself, like, we, we, I don't think we're salty people by nature. I mean, so if you know, I love having a good rant here and there. But I genuinely get inspired by people that are winning. I genuinely get inspired by people that are But doing... I think that's a mindset shift. I do. I think that you can be... I was just saying before, from my background in some of the work that I've done, um, the corporate work, um, it would be very, like, some of the environment was, like, very party or very, um, yeah, very boozy. And I wasn't really a big drinker, but I would then feel like I needed to be that to fit in. But I think being – that was the expectation that was kind of put on – myself by my peers but then you kind of learn if that's not what you want to do you develop that own self-confidence and that own self-belief and the maturity to be able to say no confidently and even though you might not fit in in that situation you'll fit in elsewhere or you'll kind of be to dance the beat of your own drum and you then have the ability to have that I know that self-control or that self-love that then you can get inspired by looking at other people and doing this kind of thing because you know that even though you see people, you know, partying or whatever, maybe there's a hangover that comes with it. Or maybe there's, it's just, again, Instagram being a highlight reel, there's always like two sides to every story. Um, The glass half full, the glass half empty. You can pick and choose in every situation, I think, to either learn from something um, or to really like dwell in something. I think while you were saying that, like I was reflecting in my head and I was just thinking about like, you know, the difference between being a lead and a follower. And I think one of the biggest challenges we have, and this, it's, a, it's a reason I'm actually nervous to send my kids to schools because I feel that, you know, those high school years can really mess with you because, you know, at 13 or 14, you don't really know who you are. You don't really you have all these hormones and things going on. So you go to school and you're literally just trying to find your group and you're just trying to find where you fit in. And then you go through this process of self-development and more often than not, like you get into these certain groups where you feel secure and you feel protected in your gang, but more often than not, you know, the leader of the gang is like forcing everyone to do drugs and forcing everyone to do alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, it goes against everything your parents have taught you, but then you want to experiment, you want to explore, and you do that just to sort of fit in. And what scares me is that that's sort of programmed in our minds and we carry that same principle or that same approach throughout our whole entire Everywhere, lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think. Yeah, it's just being able to, and of course you can you can go out and party, you can do whatever it is, and you can be influenced in a positive way or a negative way, but you have to, at the end of the day, if you're trying something, think about it and think, is this really something that I want to do and how does it make me feel? Is it a decision that I'm making for myself or am I purely trying to live up to someone else's expectations? Um, someone posted in my girl gang the other day, I put a... Um, why do I keep saying status? I'm just not on Twitter. <laughs> um, they, uh, an Instagram post um, I posted and I said like, 
just talking about what this person had um, addressed in my girl gang. And they said, how do you know what your passion is and how do you know what you want to be? Um, they're reaching a certain age and feel really lost as well. And then that comes down to expectations, expectations that, you know, have come from your family, have come from your friends, have come from your surroundings. And it's funny because you look at your parents, I think, when you're growing up and you think that they've got their lives together and you think that's the be all end all and your mum and dad know everything. And then the older you get, you look at your parents a little bit more and you're like, oh, you're as fucked up as all of us. Like, <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? Like, no one knows really what they're doing. So lift that expectation of yourself, off yourself and just do what makes you happy and you'll figure it out along the way. I think that having an expectation that you need to have everything figured out is really it's not it's not going to happen i don't think anyone will ever have anything figured out try whatever it is that you want to try stay safe and see if it's for you and just keep doing what the universe is presenting to you and taking chances taking risks doing what makes you happy and things will just work out but just make sure you're staying true to yourself and doing what you want to do at the end of it and i think it comes down to realizing that no matter what you do people are going to like and dislike you Mm. regardless equally irrespective of what you do or what you wear or what you participate in like as long as you love yourself that's always gonna be my message for the rest of my life as long as you love yourself like life is good if you can go to sleep at night and feel like you're a good person that's that's all that counts yeah i'm so so aggressive with that opinion as well like i you know i just think to myself like people it goes down to fashion for example or the difference between being a lead and a follower you know, people often have a mental meltdown before they leave the house thinking about what they're going to wear and because they're afraid of being judged or whatever. I love fashion so much that I, in my own mind, I lead. Like, I will wear whatever I want to wear and I really don't give a flying fudge about what anybody <laughs> thinks. <laughs> because that's what I wear. I feel good. Like, I, it's, it's just being content with yourself and your own decisions and realizing that like, hey, instead of doing what someone else is expecting me to do, I'm just doing my own thing. There's so much freedom. I think, like, when you, it's like, liberating. yeah, when you just yeah. accept that you are just going to do what you want to do, make decisions based on, you know, what you feel is the right thing to do, it, it is liberating. It comes and then I just ask myself, I'm like, like, who are you to expect anything from me? I don't know you a single thing, but... Everyone's the main character yeah. of their own story. And it's just that level of independence, I think, that we need to... All get to I mean like in saying that like I'm sort of at the stage right now I'm like well we don't own a significant amount of properties our investment portfolio is not what it should be looking at I'm like 30 or right, 35 what it should be looking at though like who yeah who's who said where that? did that who expectation said, come I from had this, I had this meltdown the other day in my mind I was like wow okay cool like financially like business is like slowly starting to grow everything is in it we don't have that investment portfolio we don't have I'm like wow one day I want to have kids are they going to be growing up in poverty i don't know at 35 i wanted to own a ferrari i'm like but then i was like brah where did all this thinking come from like who set this expectation who do you know that's actually achieving all these things at your age anyway and if that's the case what is their story like how do they get to where they are so i just think it just goes back to what we're saying like just love yourself and just be content with where you are at in your life and that can be so hard like we were also saying before we jumped on air like how hard it can be to be the person that stands up for yourself like everyone in school started drinking but you've decided not to drink because that actually doesn't sit well with you it is so hard to be the person to speak up for yourself especially in those younger years because people aren't as kind of 
aware or mature. So you can cop a lot of shit from friends and those around you. Like I remember I went through like a phase where I just like stopped drinking. Not really a phase, like not a big drinker, but previously I was like a binge drinker. I'd go out every weekend, always be having drinks with my friends. And then when I really started getting into like my health and fitness, I was like, oh, you know what? This actually makes me feel really sick and I'm not going to drink. And I literally had to like, I felt like I had to lie to my friends and be like, instead of being like, oh, I just don't want to drink. I had to be like, no, it makes me feel really sick. I have to justify this so that they don't think ill of me. And it was actually really hard for them to come to terms with this like different me because I guess they had expectations of who I was and I had expectations too and I was changing that. And people fear change because it makes them reflect on themselves and their own decisions and a lot of people kind of just want to be a bit blind to their own stuff. Yeah, or it can sometimes reflect back on their insecurities or the fact that they aren't living life to their fullest potential as well because if you are making a change and it's a positive change and you're doing all this, sometimes the people that are trying to, you know, prevent the change or hold you back, they secretly want change themselves. But they, it is hard. It is hard to stand up for yourself. It is hard to start making changes. And good on you for doing it and if you do feel like you're copying some slack from other people and that just know that it's not a reflection on yourself that's that's completely to them i think it's also just to clarify make a difference like what we're speaking about in today's podcast is expectations that are placed on you by society because there's a very very different set or a very very different conversation around the fact on setting your own expectations for yourself you know, in, in relation to goal setting and the things you want for your life and what, what's expected of you to achieve those certain things. I think what we just want to touch on and clarify is that is getting lost in a space of depression because you're not achieving the things that society is expecting of you and losing yourself in that rat race. But you just have to also think, like, how quickly expectations change. So, like, before the Kardashians, like, no one wanted a thick ass and a small waist. Like, everyone wanted to be, like, Kate Moss, like, thin nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, right? Like there's so, but now that's not a thing. Now we're all wanting big booties and long hair. And it's like expectations can change so quickly. They they trends, those are trends. They are trends and you can't keep up with them because you're literally going to be in and out of a plastic surgeon the rest of your life because everyone's um, society's opinion will always continuously change and update. And not everyone is as rich as those rich and famous that can, you know, when the trend is to have a pointy nose, go and get the pointy nose. By yeah. the time you and I have saved up to get the pointy nose and we spend our savings on a pointy nose and we get it, like the trend has changed. So like you're you're stuck in what's well, back to square one, I think is what they say. So Yeah. I think it's just about, you know, being again, just being content with who you are and what you want for your own life and realizing that it's okay to live a happy and fulfilled life quite alone. Like, work out what's very, yeah, yeah, work out what sits well with you. And then do that and relieve the pressure and things will just start happening as well like i'm a big believer is if you're a good person good things will happen to you once you take the pressure off yourself things will happen like i as you guys probably know i worked in recruitment for eight or nine years and when i met don i did not want to do stacks oh i didn't know what stacks was there was no way in hell i wanted to get involved with any of it but like now i'm full-time stacks it's like you don't have to put this pressure on yourself never once did i think that i'd be working with my partner running a business, running a company, doing all this. I didn't grow up thinking that. I thought I'd have a good, a safe corporate job. And I think that you... 
because that's what was expected that's, of yeah you. that was the kind of expectation that's what everyone drilled into me that's what you have to do um I left school to go to beauty school which was like against the norm because both my parents were teachers and leaving school was not like ideal they wanted me to go to uni and do all this but I kind of broke out from the norm a little bit earlier um and then worked my did all that worked my way up in recruitment and then left that and that's not the norm either but it's okay to not be the norm Hmm. I think also it can be really powerful setting expectations for yourself that then translate to how you expect others to treat you so if you you know there are certain certain things that I would never even say to you because I know the kind of expectations you have around people, the way people around you treat you. Yeah. And I think that's also like a really powerful thing to understand. You can have expectations on yourself. People can have expectations on you, but you are the one that gets to decide the way that you deserve to be treated and the, the behavior that you're willing to accept from others. Absolutely. The way that you run your life all comes down to you. That's cool. That's amazing. That's going to determine your environment. (coughs) Yeah. That you put this up. Sorry. (coughs) Cough. We should have a cough jar. I know. It's only been twice. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty stoked. I'm I'm literally choking. I think, like, uh, some more coughs in this way. I think that just goes back to your environment because you're not going to allow people to be in your life that are going to cause these expectations of you that's going to bring that happiness. I think, like, one thing I've noticed in, in all our conversations and podcasts with each other. For me, it's always coming back to happiness. Like I think the three of us are in such a beautiful stage of our lives where we've experienced enough to realize that the most important thing is that we just want to be happy. It literally just comes down to being content with our lives and being happy. Because that's I've noticed that's the overarching um, topic of all our um, recordings. Being bougie. Yeah. And I think, yeah, when you're happy, you then are happy for everybody else and you're happy in all areas of your life and you lift those expectations you don't have these ne- oh, I want to say negative expectations like so I've said you can have expectations of how you expect to be treated and I think that that is important because you don't want to be walked over or you don't want to be treated crappy but you also allow people are you laughing because I said crappy no oh. Is that, that squeegee already? No. I've sworn a few times. Sorry. Was I laughing or was I trying to stifle a cough? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> there yep. you go. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I think, and then when you are internally happy, you can then be happy for everybody else. You can be celebrating their wins. Therefore, that's going to be positivity that will then reflect back into your life. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it comes down to, being content and happy with yourself allows you to be content and happy for other people's successes too, which I feel like is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it, it gives you so much freedom when you realize that the only person that you have to impress or you have to make proud at the end of the day is yourself, your expectations and make sure they're aligning with your values. It's freeing. Life's pretty good. I think as well, like having a level of awareness to catch yourself when your mind does go down that kind of, you know, different days you'll, you'll catch us all in different moods and different abilities to overcome certain adversities and challenges. I know I'm just going to use an example. Like the other day I was in Melbourne and I was walking with my sister and my dad and I caught my reflection in a window and I saw a bit of cellulite on my ass. And my first thought was like, oh, shit, I, I didn't know I had that. And then I, I literally had a conversation with myself and I'm like, okay, does this change anything? Does this change anything my level of happiness my level of success what I bring to this world how I navigate my day-to-day life 
Hell fucking no. And that deserves a swear <laughs> because it literally does not change a single thing. Cellulite or not, society has created this image that cellulite equals bad. So break, like circuit break that shit because that is not true. It, it literally, it's nothing. It's, it's like, it's a piece of skin that bunches up. Like how does that have any kind of impact on the type of person you are in day-to-day life? It literally doesn't. So you may still have negative thoughts. You may still see the person living their best life on Instagram and be like, I need that. Oh, wait, actually, would that make me happier? Probably not. Am I actually really happy and content with my life? Yes. If not, what can I do in my life to change those things to enhance that rather than focusing on what someone else has and trying to copy off what they've done to get there? Like that's not your life. That's their life. Make your life freaking bougie and do the things that make you happy like Screw the cellulite. <laughs> Amen. Amen, sister. Screw that cellulite. That's going to be a hashtag. Screw the cellulite. Yeah, I'm, my, my whole vibe at the moment is just about being happy. Mm. Ferraris, those Ferraris. I just want... I don't want to be happy and I want people around me to be happy. With cellulite, without cellulite. <laughs> if you got six toes, I still want you to be happy. Like, it's just about putting yourself in environments where we just love each other and... When you are loved, you can portray love. When you love yourself, your energy and your vibe around you is always going to be better. Anyway, that's that's my vibe at the moment. And you need to be aware of the environments that you're putting yourself in as well. Like you can you can change environments if you, after listening to this, realize that you're not in the most positive environment, or you're surrounded by people that maybe aren't bringing out the best in you, or don't align with your values. Like good people exist, and they are out there, and you don't have to look for them but you just have to open yourself up to them um and it's the same with any kind of opportunity as well i don't think you need to go out there and search for the love of your life you don't need to go out there and search for your dream job you just have to know what you're willing to accept in those areas and be open to receiving it take what the universe is offering you run with it give it a go don't be scared to reinvent yourself if things don't happen the way that you thought they would just keep on trying there is no deadline whether you're 30, 40, 50, Ooh. or 14. Guys, this is powerful. I'm feeling inspired. I don't even feel 30 today. So 30's coming and it means nothing. Um, <laughs> it means you get cake. It means you get cake. It means Woofed. like life gets but better. It's amazing. Like, being th- like that's another year on earth, another year where you've accomplished things, another mm-hmm. year of friendships, another year of love. Like, birthdays are fucking amazing. Happy birthday. Apparently, like, you, apparently you reach your sexual prime in the 30s. I don't know. I still... <laughs> yeah, I'll let so, you know. <laughs> one, I mean, I can come. Um, oh my god (laughs) one one thing that um before we before we wrap it up one thing that we've spoken about and you've heard us say a lot is environments perhaps we can just unfold and just dissect what environment really means uh i'll go first i think like environment for me is is really the conversations you're having with the people closest to you um i've noticed soph and i are actually quite funny we can get into the space where we like to rant a lot we can literally rant about the weather we can but like we we end up in stitches after but sometimes it's, it goes too far and then i sort of realize to myself i'm like it's not really good for for our mental conversation it's not really good to engage in those sorts of conversations it's nothing bad guys at all really but it's like just, have you been happier since i haven't been in the office since i've been sick <laughs> i just it was just the, the first thought that came to my mind and then i said to tell i was like to be honest i don't want to speak i don't want to have rants like in my in my mental space i want about the weather i only want to have like especially it's been pg yeah. you, you can't change the weather so why am i engaging that conversation mm-hmm. my point is monitor the conversations you're engaging with the with the people around you because that's 
that's like the automatic conversation you're having with yourself because that's what you program well, you become, to talk about. What is it? The three people, six people that you say that, that you become the average of the five closest people in your life. But that includes like the podcast that you listen to, the people that you follow on social media. It includes everything. What you're um, allowing into your life is going to set the expectations that you think you need to follow and set the standards that you think you need to meet. And you can call it. You can call your Instagram. If you're following people and they ain't going to tell you that and it makes you feel shit about yourself, hide them, unfollow them, do whatever it takes. Well, well here's the thing. So you're, um, I don't want to be politically incorrect. Now, so you're, you're hanging out with five models and most girls are looking fantastic, right, at that point. But then everyone in that conversation is bitching about cellulite. Everyone's complaining about no job. Everyone's complaining about Botox or, or, or stretchy skin or whatever. So automatically you think that you have to have all these things perfect for you to fit into that group. But it's actually making you unhappy. And guess what? Everyone in that group will probably be unhappy because they all have those problems. Why are you participating in that environment? Why do you find yourself in that space? Rather find yourself in a space with soap, he's got cellulite and actually can joke about it, which actually makes me feel better because I noticed some stretch marks in my butt the other day. <laughs> but I'm like, wow, that's actually, I'm cool. Like, you have, you cool. have control over your life, so yeah. you need to control it. Those are the thoughts on my mind, guys. Should we wrap it up on that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you competition first or final thoughts first? Final thoughts. So That was my final thoughts, so I'm, I'll, I'll yeah. start scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if and I'll go with final thoughts. Guys, so at the end of the podcast, we always share final thoughts with you just to sort of wrap up what's on our mind. Till's already had hers. I'll have to play that back <laughs> to make sure. But so, final thoughts. Oh, um, I just think being open to the fact that expectations are a constantly changing thing and whilst you um, do have control over them just trying to be aware of yeah the environments you're around the things that people are saying that might subconsciously be sinking in and having an impact on the expectations that you and they are setting for yourself Uh, awareness like I I'm such a big believer in awareness and meditation because honestly being able to not necessarily control my mind, but understand my mind better has been one of the most powerful things in my almost 30 years of life that I have been able to, I wouldn't say master, but I'm growing, I'm growing with that. So I think awareness around this is really key and hopefully this podcast has been able to shed some light on that. Dang, that was deep. Yeah, was that. wow. Was that, was that good? That was oh, really good. I should take sickies every, yeah, you know. Really good. Like one hit, one day. A lot of um, Guys, my final thought for you is this. The only expectation I place on you is for you to find your happiness and dig deep within your life and start thinking about the environments you are in and cold. If something's not bringing you happy, that's going to become the program setting up your mindset. Find the things that make you happy and just be happy and live a more fulfilled life. Bob, do we have a winner? We have a winner. So um, on our solo podcast, we didn't do a competition um, just because we had only a couple of days between the two podcasts. So the winner is from the podcast before that. Um, I believe we'll be sending out a voucher. Stacks voucher. So our seamless collection next Friday. Just saying. uh, It's a big vibe. It's a big vibe. And the winner is Tiny and Fluffy. Kylie, congratulations. So make sure you hit us up on DM. Um, there was some details to claim your prize. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Guys, we want you to share this podcast with your peers because we certainly believe that it adds value um, because that's our major objective. 
We're also going to do a, another competition for this podcast. Let's do like, can we do like a plant? Like, is it about like growth? Yeah, because I said it like. Oh, well, for something. Yeah. A sunflower. Yeah, I sunflower. like that. So if you, if you yeah. still tune in, you listen to the podcast. Uh, we are definitely going to post a selfie up this time. Yeah. Um, It'll take us a good two hours to capture it. <laughs> so on our very next post on the podcast, go ahead and comment a selfie. Maybe tag some friends as well. Um, like I said, share the podcast, share, share our message. Share the love. Share the love. Guys, so thank you so much for tuning in. One more thing. Um, oh, wait, I have a quote. Oh, yeah. yeah, hit us. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. Whoa. Yeah, bang. That was easy. <laughs> bang the mic, sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I like that. That can be your final thought. Thank you. It took me a while, but we got there. Wow. Guys, so um, just putting all of that aside quick, thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting um, Sax as well. We're dropping our Seamless collection on Friday. I have to give, I have to give a plug for that because it's a massive <laughs> one for us. We believe we've perfected Seamless in the industry, so make sure you're shopping on Friday the 8th of November. Uh, love you guys with all my heart, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Love you. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao.